Hey everyone, before we um, start today's episode, I wanted to just take a few moments and um, kind of touch base a little bit about what happened today in Nashville um, at the Covenant School. And if you're listening on Tuesday, yesterday, um, as of me recording this, it's about 4.30 um, Eastern Standard Time, I'm about an hour ahead of Nashville time, but... As of right now, we know that, you know, six people are dead. Um, three of those are children. Uh, it doesn't include the the uh, the person responsible for this. Um, my heart and goes out to everybody involved here. Um, as a father of three myself, something like this is literally my worst nightmare. Um, and I think every other parent can feel the same way or does feel the same way. Um, this tragedy is unspeakable. It's, I'm not going to get on a political soapbox here, but, um, cause I don't think it's the right thing to do or it's the place for it. Um, but you know, too many kids are, you know, unsafe at school. And that's, that's all I'm going to say about it. Um, my heart and soul goes out to those three families of those small children no parent should ever have to bury their babies and it's just absolutely devastating to me that this has happened again um to the other three the teachers it looks like or adults they haven't really sent anybody's name or or their or who they who they are um my heart our hearts here at the boots and whiskey podcast go to them as well um, I'm not going to lie to you. I did think about pulling this episode for today. However, um, in light of everything that has happened today and the, and the, um, the fun and the enthusiasm behind this episode here with American Blonde, we're going to, we're going to go on. We're going to go on because I mean, you have to, you have to. Um, so really this, this episode goes out to everybody in Nashville that has been affected by this, um, at the covenant school, our thoughts and prayers are all with you without further ado, guys, please enjoy and take some joy out of our conversation here with American blonde. Have a great night. Enjoy the show. Thanks for tuning in. And now after years of planning, sweating and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well, my advice to you, start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. As always, I am Jim, I am your host. Thank you so much for tuning in today to our to our episode with American Blonde. Like, these girls, my god... They absolutely killed me. It, this is one of those <laughs> I'm giggling because, um, you know, doing this for as long as 
we have been now. Like, you never know what you're going to get, right? You don't know really what the conversation is going to be, how your guests are going to be, you know, because a lot of the times, you know, I don't talk to my guests until they're actually on the show. Um, so you go based on pictures and, and this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, sometimes you deal with PR firms or, you know, what have you. Um, and I have to say, these young ladies were a very pleasant surprise. Um, you know, I didn't know what to expect from these girls, and they they blew it out of the water. This is probably one of the most fun I had, or I've had, in a conversation in a very, very long time. Um, it was just, I always strive for, you know, the conversation to be very organic and very free flowing. That almost hurt to come out. Um, and these girls did just that. I've never been more comfortable with a guest or guests um, than I did with these young ladies. So I really want to let you get into this because this is a great episode. We have a lot of fun. Um, I thought about editing out some of the beginning stuff, but I think we're going to keep it in so you could see how real this was. We had some technical difficulties, but you're going to hear about that here in a minute. Um, but really, without further ado, um, please enjoy our conversation with the wonderful Morris sisters in American Blonde. We want to give a big shout out to our friends over at Off the Rails here in Worcester, Massachusetts at 90 Commercial Street, Worcester. They have the best food, the best music around. You will not go wrong. Go to their website, offtherailsworcester.com. You can see their lineup of shows. You can see their menu. You can see the local talent they have. Absolute fantastic people. We love being a part of the Off the Rails family, and we love having them being part of our family. Thank you so much to Off the Rails. Enjoy the rest of the episode. I think it worked. Perfect. Yeah. Now let's let's see if your sister gets in. Okay. <laughs> God, this is this is wild tonight. This is wild. Oh, oh my god. Hi. We're all yeah. Yeah. We're <laughs> Holy shit, we're cooking with gas. <laughs> Wait, <let's go. laughs> awesome. So um, we're gonna do a little recap because so this this show is like no holds barred. Um, you know, it's very transparent. Like a lot of what we put, what we talked about in that first minute or so we had. Yeah. Um, we're, I'm going to put that in to the show. Awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Love it. Um, the robotic computer, though, that might that might take a backseat. Um, um, yeah. Take it. So you were in and I got in after you were out. And then yeah. I was like connected through my computer and my computer started going like robotically ridiculously weird. What? And yeah, it was, it was, it was wild. It was Meanwhile, you, wild. Jim and I are over here. We're just talking it up. We're like, wow, this app is so cool, man. Man, we got to use this all the time now. It, <laughs> legit, that was the conversation. It was awesome. I'm oh, obsessed. So, I don't know what happened. Yeah. But. You know, because we're a very now. transparent show. Like, That's you know, awesome. we, we don't take nobody's shit. We don't, you know, we say what we Love want. It. We do what we want. Um, you know, so, I mean, if you go back and read some of our blogs that we've written over the last year. Oh my goodness. Yes. I love y'all's blogs. I oh love my how God. real you are. It's my favorite. Cause that's uh, how I think I am as a person, you know, so I relate to it a lot. Yeah. No it. one likes the cookie cutter stuff. That's no. like so like, boring. Right. It, it's awful. It's, it's awful. absolutely <laughs> awful. It, you know what? No, it's not awful. You know, I had a, I had a really great conversation with, a with, a um, up and comer out of Arkansas the other night. 
Um, I'm not sure if that will come before this conversation or not, so we won't get too much into it. But okay. um, we were we were talking about that and like how like the genre itself is so vast, but yeah. so small too. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah, so true. I get you know, that. and like there's there is a place for the you know the quote unquote pop country. There's a place for the you know red dirt. There's a place for you know the the jelly rolls and the Brantley Gilberts and. You know, yes, it's just, exactly. It's just so wild. Yeah, it's crazy. It really yeah. is. Speaking so of true. Brantley Gilbert, too, I just got tickets to go see him and Nickelback playing for the uh, first time in eight years. They haven't been in this city in eight years, so I was like jumping at the bits to grab those tickets. So we finally know, got some. We're going to the concert. <laughs> so for media, we can you know for live Na- live nation has like a media portal. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I can go in and request to get re- request tickets. That sounded what? weird. Um, to like cover shows and stuff, and like that was, you know, there's not a lot of shows that are coming that I have interest in this year. Yeah, uh, but that was one that I was like, yeah, <gasps> yes. When I yep. saw it, I screamed. I fell to the ground because yeah. I was willing to do anything. I was like, oh, they're never gonna play again. This that was my last chance. Like I missed it, and they're my one of my favorite bands for sure. I just love their music, and I know a lot of people would um, rather disagree with that. See, because... like I think that's a bunch of bullshit because yeah, everybody everybody likes Nickelback. I don't care. It's just Thank fun you. to you know bust right. on them because exactly. some of their songs are some of their songs are cheesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they made like our our like life. Like, right. <laughs> they're so a big good. part of my life growing up, and I right, just right. Them for like that. I don't I don't know how old you ladies are, and I'm not gonna ask unless you want to tell me. But <laughs> yeah, I, totally. I, I feel like we might be in the same ballpark range. Yes, yeah, um, yes. But Nickelback was definitely it was you know, uh, you know for me Nickelback was like end of high school. Yes. College, you know, like. That's when they were like on their game. Yes, literally. My whole high school experience was just Nickelback. Yeah. I was obsessed. Wait, like, I want... wait, you listened to Nickelback in high school ticket? I was listening to them when like I was in elementary school. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. How the hell old are you? <laughs> we're, we're 25 and 23, right? Yeah. Oh 24. my God. 24. You're way younger than me. Okay. So then maybe, Nickel, maybe Nickelback was like, I don't know. But I remember listening to Nickelback in like high school. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I, I think, think I did continuously listen to them. Oh, yeah. No what I, my whole life. So now. I want to say, <laughs> I think How You Remind Me came out when I was in like ninth or 10th grade. No kidding. Really? Love. Yeah. Oh, man. That's such a good one. It's one of my favorites for like, sure. That's when like Nickelback came out. I'm not yeah. talking, you know, the other stuff. Like, for sh- Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm. Good stuff. I, so, Are you going get, to the concert? I don't know. I'll find oh, out the week of the show. You better. <laughs> August 1st. Man. It's well, it's fun. August 1st for you. I don't oh. know when they're going to be here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. so true. You know, so I got to say this. So typically, the first like five minutes or so are the most awkward. Love it. Um, because I have to, <laughs> you know, like sometimes reel people in and be like, all right, tell your fucking story. Like, right. Not, right. <laughs> and um, this is like the most energetic. I love this it. show has ever started. We my, started out it, with a bang. We got Nickelback going. Yeah, right. right. Hey, we don't have to make it awkward. <laughs> no, I love it. So, <laughs> but with that being said, you know, I want I want you to, you know, who are you? What are you doing? Where, you know, 
I don't need the, you know, oh, well, I've been playing music or singing since I was in kindergarten. Like, okay, great. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, like, who are you? What, what's going on here? What's going on? Now, well, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Well, we are American Blonde. We are a country rock uh, sister duo based in Nashville, Tennessee, um, hailing from the Mississippi Delta. So I'm the oldest sister. I'm Nata. And I'm the middle sister. I'm Tinka. They call me Tinka for some reason. What? So why? <laughs> what? We're t- I'm not gonna lie to you. When your sister emailed me earlier and was like, "Oh, here's here's Tinka's number," like for some reason I thought you guys were gonna be Russian. <gasps> yeah. You know what? It's actually a really strange story. So like, it came from two purposes that kind of happened at the same time. So as I was growing up, I was obsessed with Tinkerbell, like because she had like my same attitude and the drama and the hair and I was like obsessed sure. with her and so somebody had noticed that and they were like oh we should just call you little Tinkerbell and then that got turned into Tinka but at the same time we were friends with this family that's from Czechoslovakia and they lived in California and every time we would go visit them um, we would realize that like one of the sisters in that family her name was Christinka and my name was Christina and they called her Tinka for short like Christinka Tinka and so yeah. that also turned into being like my nickname because we were a lot alike we looked a lot alike we wore the same clothes like it was really crazy it's so, yeah, scary. those are the two reasons <laughs> oh that so that's an awesome story I love yeah. that yeah that's a lot of fun <laughs> I love it it's fun that's- that's cool. All right, yeah. so we're American blonde. We're do we're doing the damn thing. Yeah. Um, when did you guys move to Nashville? Mm. Uh, that's actually a really hard question to answer. We're just gonna be like, like straight out the gate and just say 2017 is like when we officially um got our like first little place here and yeah. we were in and out like all the time. So it's really hard because you feel like when you say like you moved to Nashville, you were like in Nashville the whole time yeah but Tink and I we just we grew up playing music from very young ages and so we've kind of like been in the industry per se like our whole lives because we've just been playing in bands since we were you know since we can remember so we would go to Nashville to do the occasional recording um like networking meeting other songwriters but we were mainly on the road like our whole lives like so much so we were pulled out of school um, and yeah. to do online schooling back in um, Tinka was in eighth grade and I was in ninth grade. Yeah. Wow. So we were, yeah, just doing school on the road. Like the road is like our life. So we are, we like to consider ourselves like veterans at the road. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's our favorite part of the whole process and industry as well. Like we love being on the road. We cannot get enough of it. For sure. But we'd like to say that we've been made, like invested in being in the city constantly uh, networking songwriting even doing the rounds yeah uh, I think like the last two years uh you know so we like yeah. really really came in 2020 and just man worked. it's just, just worked so here. much fun too like once we moved to Nashville we've been doing it hardcore like living in Mississippi and then when we moved to Nashville we're like oh my gosh there's more of us out here like the whole city is just like a it's just like everybody else that is like us like has the same passion for music and wants to do the same things and has the same goals and like everybody what's cool about Nashville is like everybody can help you do what you want to do and make your dreams come true because they're doing the same thing and so it's really cool it's kind of like everybody's got a helping hand out and we're all just 
living yeah. our dreams and yeah. doing what we love together. And it's a really cool feeling. It's yeah. Awesome. It's like a family oriented industry, yeah. which is what we immediately fell in love with, like, mm-hmm. which keeps us in this industry for sure. Yeah. Now, super cool. Now, speaking of family, now were, were mom and dad in the industry? No. No. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> they didn't oh, know okay. a single thing about what to do, how to get us to what, where we wanted to be, like any of that. I think it all started out with, um, they were like, oh man, they can sing first. It, they figured out we could sing. And then they were like, man, y'all should like do a band thing together. Cause like, you know, you're always together. You're always wanting to play together. Like let's play music together. And so we tried it and we were, cause Nata actually started out on the piano and the guitar first. That's how we were like, okay, we can make something out of this. Cause she already has talent. Let's see if we have talent. Oh, and then- Tinka, Tinka's the real talent. Like she like just immediately plays the drums. No. And it's like the drums. <laughs> She was made for the drums. It's Girl, ridiculous. thank you. I was a wild child. I will say that. Man, I was all over And she can, she can sing like Christina Aguilera, too. Stop. So. Stop. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, oh but just, it kind of clicked. And they were like, okay, this is great. You guys work. Um, Now what do we do? And so dad was just, gosh, they're just so awesome. They're the best parents because they not only, like, let us do what we wanted to do, but they didn't turn a blind eye and they wanted to be a part of it and they wanted to help us and they did all the research and dad immediately became like manager 101 and he, he was like everything reading, out yeah he was like reading like all the books like how to like what to know about the music industry literally like he he invested himself in the industry just so that he wouldn't let us get like steered wrong so that we had somebody to like you know ask questions and yeah it was so cool because like our mom and dad had every reason to be like uh, you want to get a real job? Like, how about nursing <laughs> school? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, oh, gosh. And they so, did. Yeah. Like, they asked us. They continue to ask us through the years, like, this is still what you want to do, right? Like, is there anything else you want to do? You know, just checking, making sure. And we, uh, we've we been stuck by music our whole life our whole since life. then. So we love it. It is awesome. That's awesome. That's <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Wow. Fun. Now, so did – did dad have like a real like a real job before you guys started doing this oh yeah yes. one of the busiest jobs you could have so we don't even understand how he made the time to help us with all this yeah he's, um... he, he's like a, a traveling radiologist so it kind of worked out on his end too um like and mom basically works for him so it's like you know he's able to work on the road and you know we would perform and go everywhere on the road and so it was just like kind of all meant to be in a weird way it yeah. just worked out yeah that's awesome he could pack up his work and take it with him on the bus uh, or little we call it a bus it was like a van, a van that we had at the time <laughs> <laughs> don't sparkle at black betty that much yeah literally <laughs> i love it so much fun now so when you guys started right i you know i read a little bit about you like i'll i'll be transparent like i don't do any research about you before we have the conversation because I want to, I want to know your story from I your point of view. I love that. I love that. Um, so, you know, I know I've asked questions or have said things on the past artists and they're like, well, how do you not know this already? You know, it's like, because I want to know, like I, like I told you in text, like it's like yeah. friends shooting the shit. Yeah. That um, makes it genuine. We really, right. that's awesome. Right. Now I, I did see somewhere though, that you were a trio at one point. Yes, we so were. What is there like dirt on that? Like, dun, do dun, dun. no, do, do we hate there's, the, there's... the third wheel? <laughs> no dirt. Um, so like we said, we kind of we grew up just basically doing this like our whole lives, and so we have a little sister, and her name is oh, Hannah, and she was, the, she was the baby. <laughs> it's always yeah. the babies, right? Get her out. Yeah. 
<laughs> and she uh she just you know she was playing the bass and she did the low harms um but you know what they say and, and I'm sure you've heard this multiple times yourself but like the music industry it is not for everyone no, you no. Know? and if it is for you yeah. you know it's it's your thing man it's, it's not, challenging it's, not. it's challenging on your psyche your personality you get shot down a lot you know you have to yeah. have like a like a strong core to stick with it and yeah. keep persevering and stuff like that and our sister, our little sister is just so sweet. And she's always been like the glue that has kept our whole family together. Like she has oh. never made anybody mad or upset. And you she, kicked yeah. her out of the fucking band. I know. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> this poor girl. No, my heart breaks no, for her. It's because she was so sweet and so kind of shy in a way, in a sense that like she started to realize and we started to realize at the same time that like she was starting to back away from certain oh, things yeah. that she wasn't liking like t- uh, so much social interaction and being on stage she didn't really like to be the center of attention you know and we yeah. saw that and we asked her one year we were like girl we just want to know are you still doing this or do, like, are you, you want to move forward kind of yeah. thing and she was like if if it's okay with y'all and we're like it's okay with us like we you know yeah you know the only thing that we're gonna miss is being with you like all the time but at the same time everyone has their uh strengths and weaknesses in certain areas and she has so many strengths that she's able to go and do you know on her own yeah because she, she's just like our mom and our yeah. mom is like do not have surprise parties for me. Our mom cannot talk in public. She cannot stand on the stage. And so Hannah was very much like that too. So the radio tours were killing her. Uh, the constant traveling. She was not a big fan of traveling. And then being on stage in front of a lot of people, not her thing either. So it's like, hey, learn this, you know, before you get too too old. And, you know, she figured this out at 20. So she didn't have to like, you know, keep going. And then it was great for Tink and me because it all happened at the end of 2019 and we all know what happened in 2020 so tinka and i had the most amazing year just really getting to be super hands-on and rebranding yeah. our band and our business to the more the now more mature version of who we are because southern halo was very young and we were um recording music that Hey, everyone, I just wanted to remind you about our friends over at the Afterglow Boutique um, over there at 4 Evergreen Lane in Hopedale. She has moved out of Blackstone, moved into Hopedale. All of her stuff is still online. Don't forget, if you're going to go shop online, put in promo code BOOTS, that's B-O-O-T-S, at checkout for 20% O-O-T-S at the AfterglowBoutique.com. Cheers awesome and it yeah. sounded so great but we were so young we weren't sure who we were yet you know yeah. you're not really who you are until you get a little older yeah. and you're constantly you know finding out that so yeah. we were you know what tinka you and i were like uh 23 and 22 at the time so we yeah. were like we have a pretty good idea we we don't want to be this young pop image we're going to constantly grow we want you know to show our we want to bring our live energy and fun that we have on the stage to our albums. And that's something we haven't been able to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we did. Exactly. And we may, you know, we do make the transition from being a trio to a duo sound like it was very easy for us to do because granted we did have the mindset like, Oh, this works out great. Cause Nat and I are like way, way, way interested in this. And you know, this gives us more room to like, do what we want to do musically and go forward but I will tell you that it was like it's definitely the most pivotal 
most challenging part of our career so far like especially going doing this in the middle of COVID it was such a shock it was crazy and I remember like I at one time was like can we even do this going forward like are we going to have our fans are they going to stick by us still and uh yeah we did we did one show our first Uh, show just as a duo and we had like our friends fill in uh the spots you know like a bass player and our guitar player was there Pete and we did it on like a what do you call it like a live show because you couldn't nobody could go out in public at the time so oh, yeah, yeah it was our streamed. first show. yeah, stream, yeah, yeah. a streaming video and it was our first one and we did like paid tickets you know like a cheap little thing just to try it and see if we could do it and i remember it after we finished that show i cried cuz i was like oh my god we can do this like it it was like the start to like a brand new future for us so it was very challenging but we're just glad that you know we're still doing it and things have just been so amazing ever since we're so happy that's oh, yeah. awesome yeah good times that's, that's great <laughs> times. now now let me ask you let's let's say the little sis comes to you tomorrow and says hey can i be back in the band would you let her in Ooh. I mean, <laughs> I've never thought of that. They're like, oh, never no, fuck her. Nope. Well, no, she could. It's just that, you know, like the whole rebranding thing, we've, we would probably have to rebrand again. You know? I think I'll, I thought about that as well. If, no, like, is she, you know, so is she not blonde? She is. But so oh, that's so the thing. That's the thing. It might just be one of those things that if she decided to come back, it clearly wouldn't be because she wanted like the artist spotlight. So she, you understand she could totally just come back and be the bass player. Like, you know, oh, there's no yeah. stopping her from doing that. But it's Dude, like, you yeah. know. Um, and then, of course, you can, depending on how long that lasts, you could always move on. But, you know, like, that's just so funny that Tink and I have been, like, growing up, like, constantly knowing that whatever you want to do in life, like, career, like, if your dreams don't scare the absolute, excuse me, shit out of you, like, literally, they're what? not big enough. Did you just say the S word? Oh, I my said, God, no. I said the F word, like, four times. It's all good. I love it. That's awesome. So if they just don't scare you, you know, they're not big enough. And so, like, the whole rebranding was, like, one of the biggest obstacles that we've had to go through. And it, like, being able to get over that hurdle and keep moving forward and making more music and, and networking and, and playing – it's just like it just reminds you that you really can get over the strongest of hurdles. It just depends on how badly you want it. So yeah. it's, it's just cool. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, great. Some like enlightening shit, and like I'm, you know, here I am about to turn thirty six, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Just, I feel I that. Know. I feel like, that. I love like, it. How, how much more whiskey can I drink? You know, like... <laughs> boots and whiskey. I mean, this podcast is amazing, man. Man, we that's the coolest, saying earlier. Like name for a podcast. So so rare that you can just get on a podcast and just like whatever. Really, you want. just like you know. Okay, so where are you from? Oh yeah, I hate it. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. And you know, it's it's funny because so I don't. I I think I think Nat. I think I think you know it because you've been in the email chains. But unfortunately, we've had to like move this around a little bit and um, change times and, and all that crap. But yeah. um, uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. When, when I get artists that like their management reaches out to me, cause I'm so used to dealing with like independent people that like do everything top to bottom themselves. Right. You know, like I get managers that will email me or labels and they're like, you know, can you have our artist on your show? And I'm like, absolutely. And I go, but this is what they're in for, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and like, sometimes it's like, 
you know, I get really put off sometimes by like management. Yeah. Because they're like, well, they're not going to talk about this. They're not going to talk about that. And then they oh. end up doing it anyway. Yeah. So it's like, right. you know, like, give me a break. Like, you know, and that's why, that's why it's, it's so important for you to be real. Yeah. On this show. I agree. Like, I'm, you so, know, I'm so glad you do this because the world needs this kind of, these kind of conversations. You know, we're so right. done with the cookie cutter and the, you right. know, this is so Yeah. Nice. And not to mention, too, like, you know, it like they're diehard fans. They're going to already, like, have listened to the previous interviews and things. So it's kind of nice to have something so different. That way, yeah. like, people can be like, oh, okay, well, this is going to be something new I've never heard before. Yeah. Right. Like, you're killing it. We need, we need, you know, you're literally the king of of this whole genre of podcast. Oh, don't. Awesome. Listen, I'm an only child. I'm arrogant. I'm self-centered. <laughs> and I'm selfish. Do not tell me Love shit it. like that. because <laughs> We'll keep feeding the ego. Ego Ooh. boosted. Ooh, I don't need any more help. Right. Uh, <laughs> I love it. You are awesome. Um. So, God, this, I, like, I don't even know what to do because it's like, you've been so, like, great. Um. Usually I'm, like, prying and I don't feel like hey, I need I to. have a question. Sure. I cool. All right, here we go. What do you got? What's your favorite whiskey? Oh, see, that's usually the that's the end of the show questions, but I like it. Nice. I love it. Um, my favorite whiskey. So I have to. I feel obligated to say anything by Jack Daniels. Yes. And I say that because I'm a Tennessee Squire. Yeah. Um, but I do love Jack. You know, Jack is kind of like how I started this whole thing. Like, I think most people that get into whiskey do. Oh, that's oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, but I really, I honestly, I love anything that comes out of Tennessee. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you the Tennessee mash that, that y'all got down there is just. Yeah. So good. Um, oh. You know, I love Nelson's Green Briar a lot. Ooh. I don't know um, I've tried that. No, they're out of Nashville. They're Ooh. on unreal like oh, i gotta try that Nada, what are we doing man I yeah know, I know. You, come on um <laughs> and you know what i've also really gotten into this into stuff out of texas oh yeah um you know they're really starting to come around um, Voice. i'm gonna tell you a little secret that i'm it's not a secret if people that listen to this have you know have right. heard these shows before uh-huh. i'm not a big bourbon drinker oh wait oh. what yeah that shocks me because that was gonna be my next question yeah, yeah. that like, shocks me because i literally like i'm a tequila girl so i love whiskey and i love bourbon but i can't tell the difference between the two you know so here's the thing neither can i what <laughs> so wait what why do you not so, like bourbon i think it's because i know it is when it's going into my into my mouth oh that sounded oh, really geez. weird um <laughs> but Love it. Um, but you know what? This is gonna sound really bougie. The more expensive the bourbon is, yeah, the better I like it. I feel okay. Do you think it's like a placebo thing? I love I'm a placebo kind of person. Like if you tell me it's good, I'm gonna believe it. Oh, <laughs> see, maybe, maybe because and I say that because I always heard about how awesome Buffalo Trace was. Right. <gasps> oh yes. Right? And the first couple of I bought a bottle of Buffalo Trace because up here it was hard to find. And I wanted to have a bottle, yeah. and it took me forever to open it. And then I did, and I was like, "Well, eh, you're I don't like, get the hu- <laughs> yeah, I don't understand the hype." You oh, know, yeah. Like, yeah. For me, it was I very heard. Zach Bryan. I didn't get it. I didn't. No, get I'm gonna, okay, okay, yeah. okay. I'll be super honest with you. Not the biggest fan of Buffalo Trace, but at the Buffalo Trace uh, Distillery in Frankfort, Kentucky, 
there's oh, yeah. a super special bourbon that is produced there. And I love that bourbon. And my boyfriend loves that bourbon so much. Our first child, our dog, fur child, his name is Weller. And that's the oh. specific bourbon I'm talking about. Yeah. So uh, well, Weller's hard to find up here. Right now. I know. It's, it's, so, hard, it's to hard to find down find here. Anywhere. Like, right. you cannot find it. But it's so good. So, but I like, I, so back to the Buffalo Trace thing. Yeah. After I drank half the bottle of Buffalo Trace, I really started to like it. Okay. Not, not in one bottle. sitting, not in one sitting, but like after a while, like I really got to appreciate it. And I was like, wow, this is really good. Oh, I got you. Um, nice. And then everything else I've um, tried from Buffalo Trace, whether it's Eagle Rare, whether it's Blanton's, I really, really like it. Yeah. And there you go. That's nice. The more you know. Yeah. yeah. The yep. more you know. The, <laughs> but, so like, I guess, I guess I can't say I don't like bourbon. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Me, yeah, I don't know either. I don't know the difference. Uh, all I know is that I just drank it. I just out drank of the it. Three, I you know it goes whiskey, rye, bourbon for me. Right. Nice. Yeah, I like That's it. Smart. That's yep. cool, man. Cool. Like I like rye because it's got that. It's got a, to me. It has like a sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Um. So big, big fan of rye with big old rye fashions. Guy. Yeah. Big rye guy. Big rye guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but what about y'all? Do you do you um, do you you said you like whiskey? Do you do you have a preference? Man, I mean, honestly, I, no. I've like just become a like I don't want to say obsessed, but like I've acquired the taste for Weller, which I think is so good. But I don't have it all the time because, like you said, right, it's hard to find, and when you do find it, it's expensive. So you know, right. we just save that for the special occasions. Right. But yep. um, I don't know. I feel like I'm just your basic girl. When you like champagne like, and wine, and you like everything. Yeah, well, you're a gin person too. You like gin, so I do love gin. I do love me some gin. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Oh, <laughs> you're gin. the tequila drinker. I, mean, I so, love tequila. We like tequila for me. Like I can't do that. It tastes like liquid pepper. You know right. what? I understand that for some reason. Like I understand people's disgust for it, and I drink it anyways. I don't understand. I think I don't know. It must be like an easy choice for me, just because everybody's always serving it or you know when everybody's like hey shots on the house it's always tequila you know what's up with that but i love when we people probably don't know this but like whenever you know artists go out downtown and they they're doing their shows or whatever we get free drinks for the most part most of the time and they're always serving me like tequila soda waters it's just a go-to i'm always giving it i don't even know sometimes if i ask for it or not but then i think that's why I've gotten like hooked on it because I just get it all the time. So I don't it's, know. It's Very funny tough. because, you know, I've always said I don't like tequila. I don't, I don't, I don't. Um, but like the more people I talk to, it seems to be like I said with the whiskey, like the higher end stuff. Yeah. Is, like to die for. Mm-hmm. So good. It's you it know, is. because like Jose Cuervo, like, no, right. you know. You know, like the big brands of tequila that everybody talks about. You know, like Terramana. Have you tried that one? I don't know. No, I'm not a tequila person. So man, you gotta try that one. That one's really smooth. It's by The Rock. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Dwayne. Dwayne. Yeah. Dwayne. Yeah. Dwayne. He did it with this one. (laughs) He did good. You know this one because George Street has a tequila too. Wait, what? I didn't know. Yeah. Yes, he does. In the wrong industry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm surprised with you. No, never mind. 
Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say with your age, I'm surprised you even know who George Strait is. <laughs> I love LOL. LOL. <laughs> we we've been educated. We went to school on this. No, I'm just kidding. We had. To, oh my god. We did a lot of research, and we actually love. Surprisingly, we love the older stuff. Like oh Patrick good. Wine, Loretta Lynn. Oh my god, the Judds. We love the Judds. Just uh, they're so that, great. Honestly, I. You know. I get to see Winona do her tour. No. Um, the other night and cool. honest to god you know i don't i i'm not gonna lie to you i didn't i knew one uh, i knew mama he's crazy you know yeah yeah and i sat there for the two hours she was on stage in awe really in, isn't that awesome it was like a religious experience it is mm-hmm. you Something know it about really the was. legends you know like you can't beat the classics right oh. I'm telling you, like, who was it? Nada. We, we, you know, we've seen a lot of concerts growing up, um, like modern people, Carrie Underwood, Taylor Swift, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, they have the lights and the fire and the flashing things. And it's like, it's more of a show than it is about the music. Yeah. But yeah. then I tell you, like, we went to a Brian Adams concert one time. It was so stripped down. It was just about the vocals and the music. And the production of it, like, was so minimal on the stage. And it was just beautiful. I was more in awe of that show than I was all the other ones combined. Like, I felt more. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. so amazing. And I wish it could still be like that. I do, know, too. Nowadays. You know, it's funny because, you know, Winona's show was pretty pretty stripped down. You know, they have the monitors and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had Martina with her and Ashley McBride. Oh, and man. I'm going to I got to tell you, you know, I know I know Ashley and I don't speak the same language, but she is my country music crush. Yeah. Let me tell you, that girl so can control the whole crowd with like just her voice and a guitar. Like oh my she God. literally she don't need all the bells and whistles. Like, no, she doesn't. Incredible. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. True talent right there. You know, I, I tell my wife all the time, if I ever get a if I ever get a chance with Ashley McBride. Mm-hmm. I'm taking it. <laughs> I'm Going. taking it. You can't. <laughs> you can't divorce me. Go right. for it. <laughs> um, because she is. Oh my god. And then That's you amazing. know, it, there's just something about her. Like yeah. She, yeah. I don't know. She's, just, she's real. She's just real. You know. She is. Yeah. Sure. You know what's so, great though? I feel like we're kind of getting back into that sort of era and. uh that's it's good for Nada and I to hear that because um, we are kind of like those kinds of people. Like we love the raw, the authentic, like sound of just like pure instruments. Like I don't play tracks when I do live shows on the drums, and and I'd like to keep it that way. Yeah, it does add a lot, but I, I really just enjoy like the the raw sound of the whole drum kit. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, we we're um, so obsessed that that's coming back. You know? Yeah, like, we're I so think parties. Hardy's done a lot of that too. Like a lot of his stuff is like yep. leaning pretty raw. Lainey and- Wilson is doing yeah. a lot of that kind uh, of stuff and bringing Lainey. it back. Yeah. So Every happy. time I make a TikTok about Lainey, it blows up. Because she's kind <laughs> she's of so the awesome. best. Yeah. <laughs> she is doing it right now. She, she is, is doing the thing. Yep. She <laughs> she's 
Um, yeah. <laughs> Got y'all flustered over there. Me too. <laughs> it, next, next, we're gonna talk about Lauren Elena, and then I'm really gonna be like, oh, you're gonna have to leave, fan girl. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I've seen Lauren a few times, and like every time I do, it's like, damn, like. Mm-hmm. I'm so close. It was that so close. So cool. That <laughs> is so cool. I know the feeling, man. I know. Um, so, do you have a favorite? Con- speaking, of, you know, I've, I've never asked this question. Have you ever had? Have you? Do you have a favorite concert you've ever been to? Oh, Tankas is most definitely Brian Adams, right? Yep, that's that's the top right now, Brian Adams. And then, well, I don't know. I have to report back after I get to the Nickelback concert. I'm gonna let oh, you know about that report one. back. <laughs> Girl, same. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait. But Nada, what about you? Oh, you know, it's so hard to say because it's like when you're in the country music industry, like you already like love and respect every like we've done so many shows with like, I feel like so many people like, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's just crazy. But um, whenever you're like in the crowd and it's like not specifically your industry, like, you know, you and Brian Adams, like when we went to the Kiss concert. Yeah, I was like, I was I felt like I was in a movie like that was like game changing. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Yeah. Awesome. I love how they said during their show, too. It, they might have been hypnotizing you, though, Nada, because the whole time during the show, they're like, this is the best concert you'll ever been to. I know, and I left there, and I was like, that was the best concert. <laughs> I love it. They kept saying it. They said it like 10, 20 times in the one night. It was, it was hilarious. It's I funny. I saw, I saw Kiss before you were even born. Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> that's gross. Crazy. That's, that's gross. gross. What? what was it? Their uh, did they call it their like farewell tour or something? Yeah, I think, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah, I saw them in 1999. Wow, wow, that's amazing. Oh, I was one year old. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, I was um, thirteen. I want to say. I think. Oh, I was, that's so cool. Twelve or thirteen. Actually, that concert was the s- second second Man. concert I'd ever been to in my entire life. That no is so way. cool. Yeah. Now, the first concert I ever saw was Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers that same oh, year. Oh, that's, that's the one I wish I, I would have seen. Loved to have seen Tom Petty. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I got to I got to see him then, and I got to see him play at Fenway when he came through to Fenway. Nice. And, like yeah. speaking of people that you've also wanted to see, like if I had it my way, I would love to see like Boston or like Def Leppard or oh. Prince. Oh, I would have loved to have seen Prince. Man. That would have that would have been like life equals made right there. Like yeah, yeah exactly. literally everything's like, okay. Yep, yep. Like I could leave Earth right now and be totally fine. So <laughs> is that cool, kind I'd of be cool with it? Is that the kind of music your parents were into? You know, they were. I think like going back to the whole uh, inspiration thing, they weren't musically inclined, but they did have a pretty cool like track record of like albums. So we had like a big turntable in our um, kitchen kitchen mm-hmm. and we just had a bunch of random i'm telling you like early in the morning it'd probably be like the mama and the papas and like e- late in the evening we're like listening to the wall by pink floyd like it's oh, like the most yeah. random oh my they god did, um, fleetwood mac too fleetwood. I mean, who doesn't wow. love that album yeah so when i was in high school like the wall was like my anthem yeah like, that was like a big deal back then i mean yeah. we grew up thinking it was awesome too but like you know, yeah, you talk to anybody about the wall, it was like, oh my gosh, the wall. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that, it was like, you know, it was just, it, it's incredible. It's one of the few albums that I, that I can think of that you could start it and not skip a single song. Not yeah. a single one. Yeah. Even they to all this flow day. together. I'm, I'm like obsessed. With, like, what do they call it? Like concept albums? Yeah. Like, they just, yeah. Huge. 
Yeah. Obsessed over that. Yeah. Now, have you ever seen the movie? No. Oh my god. What? What's it called? It's Is called, it called the, wall. the wall. Yeah. Yeah. It's an acid trip and a half, but it's what? awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You could. You could. You could get it. I'm sure somewhere. I can't um, believe we've never seen that. Our parents weren't big movie people growing up. Otherwise, I'm sure they would have shown it to us. We... Oh man, it's great. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, we actually, my father and I went and saw, you know, Roger Waters had toured the wall for like a couple of years. Nice. Yeah. And um, they came through here twice and both times we went and it was awesome. That's so cool. It was awesome. Greatest wow. album ever. Love Super it. jealous. That would have been cool to see in, in person too. Yeah. So how do you get into doing country music with all this rock and roll, you know? Influence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well. Oh. Well, we grew up in the middle of nowhere in Mississippi, and uh, of course, like, it just kind of all came together. Like, we we all actually, starting off, we were a blues band, so we started off, like, completely with the blues, you know. You learn, like, the three blues chords that, you know, are very obvious, and um, you just, like, play all these different blues songs, and we would play, like, at Jewish Joint Festivals and um, Shacks, you know, like um baby king museum we opened up for baby king like two years in a row for his birthday homecoming um because he actually lived like 45 minutes down the road like that's that's how in the middle of mississippi we were like the crossroads were 30 minutes away from us um you know like robert johnson's the crossroads oh yeah so, yeah 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 yeah, yeah we robert were, johnson's um, soul of the devil yeah, yeah. right <laughs> so we just played the blues for a minute and then we got obsessed with uh rock because of christina like she was learning all the crazy rock songs and was like begging us to learn them too so we did like blues and then rock and then we just kind of like found our soul you know with country because we just re- uh related so much to the storytelling aspect yeah. and the like, lifestyle and, yeah i mean everywhere you go in our small town or the, our friends that we had in our small town, like everybody listens to country music and we just kind of had it always in the back of our brains. Like, and it's kind of like the anthem, it's a genre of our lifestyle really. So that's yeah. what really got us into it as well. Yeah. And and yeah, like the storytelling. So like, um, we really loved that country song. So of course we would listen to, you know, older country music as well. And, um, and then we really found our, our favorite, like at the time current, um, was little big town. Mm-hmm. And so we were obsessed with Little Big Town. And so we just loved like all the storytelling. And then I actually started writing songs some somewhere in between that time. And I loved that the songs literally were just telling stories. And so that's when we really were like, we we just vibe with the whole it like the whole industry, the whole vibe of country music. Like yeah. it's our lifestyle. We are country, we're southern, you know. So we just like everything just fit perfectly. And so that's why we like to tell people like, um, they ask us like what kind of music do we really represent and we just are like you know that's one of the reasons why we rebranded to American Blonde because we take every single inspiration that created who we are and we like to kind of make it all come through our music yeah that's awesome that's so here's the fun fact yeah little big town was the last concert I saw before the shutdown what yep yeah, really? they were he- they were here about a month before the world went crazy. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. And it was like a I think it was a Christmas gift from somebody from my wife and I. Oh, we nice. had just we had just had our son and it was like the first night we were able to like get out of the house. Oh. And what then it was concert? It was awesome. It was awesome. 
good. And then, you know, and then three weeks later, every, you know, it was like, uh, we have to stay home. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Man. Yeah. Well, at least Crazy you got to see them. Yeah. Yep. I can't That's even tell you the first concert, though, after the pandemic. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't even remember, can't. like, when it officially stopped. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. I, I know it was like a two-year thing, but when did it, you know, like, it's yeah. hard to pin that down. It, it really is. simmered out. Yep. Because <laughs> it never felt completely normal after they, quote-unquote, stopped. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. it's only really now where it's starting to really feel exactly like whatever. Yeah, true, true. It's crazy, oh, man. Crazy. Now, so uh, I've I've been looking at your socials, yes, and everything you're doing. How the hell did you get so popular? <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, that all goes back to literally the beginning. Like, like okay. we said. We were on the road. Like, we played, we went to Europe three times in one year. Jesus. Um, yeah, Literally. 2017. Like, we went in March. I think we went again in, like, I don't know, like, in the summer. And then we went again back in, like, October or something like that. Like, all in 2017. So, we gained a huge fan base in the UK. And then um, we played all over the place, like, anywhere from uh, the San Diego County Fair. Like, we were on the news there. Like, anytime we had a yeah. radio single and we had quite a few we did radio tours so we literally we tore up the united states like you name it we went to that little station in the middle of nowhere or the big ones and then um we just played all over the place you know when we were younger and so we just kind of gained a fan base through there because it was mainly just like really getting to know people and be on the radio station before social media was really that big of a deal sure and so that was kind of the way and they're all the same people that like Dinka was saying, we were so nervous that when we rebranded to American Blonde, people weren't really going to like um, appreciate it or want to continue following us. But we'd have to say like 95% of them did, which was really awesome. <laughs> so we just, you know, kept up with everybody. And yeah, we actually planned this year to be, uh, we're actually working on recording a few more original songs that we have like handfuls of, and then we want to pick one of them that we just love so much and actually take it to radio this summer. So that yes, we get we back on the road, dying. do more radio touring. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, literally. Like I could not stress that enough. If anybody could wrap my life up and be like, what's the most fun segment of your life? I would be like radio touring. Radio touring. It yeah. is so much fun. You could go to like a huge city in a syndicated radio show and do like awesome and have have fun and meet new people and have a show the same night and then go to this cutie little town in the middle of nowhere like the next day and still have so much fun it's honestly like it was i just i loved it i love how every town was different and how the people were different and everybody was just so lovely and it was so much fun so much yeah fun. it was a cool cool reason to like get out and see different states that you normally probably wouldn't think about going to travel yeah, otherwise really. you know and yeah. it's so cool. Yeah, like, and those meet friends. Up, yeah, those end up being the people that like hold on, like support you the most and you'll keep in touch with forever. Like we've made some great, great, really close relationships with a lot of um radio hosts throughout the years, and they're just people we couldn't imagine not having in our lives. So it's just amazing. So true. And a lot of those um, you know, like meeting radio DJs and, and traveling all over doing that kind of stuff really helped with like 
for example, we opened for Billy Currington and somewhere in Nebraska. I think it was Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, <laughs> Lincoln, Nebraska. We, we opened for there. Dylan Scott in Virginia. And it was just like, you know, things like that. It just like puts you in really fun, crazy situations. And that's why we're like super excited to, uh, you know, everything's about budgeting too. And after 2020, that's just like really took a toll on a whole lot of people. Sure. Especially, especially us, you know, we're independent artists. And so um, we really have been saving and budgeting appropriately. So that way we can, you know, uh, get this radio single recorded and put out this year so that we can do it all over again and, and get back on the road and see a lot of new faces and old faces. That's awesome. Now, have you guys ever been up this way? Mm, what part are you in again? So, of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures or whatnot, all come from the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. A big thank you to those guys out there. drsupplyco.com. Check them out. Canadian company. Great stuff. Check them out. I'm in Massachusetts. I'm yeah. like right on the Rhode Island line. Yes. We're going to be honest with you. I don't know if we've been to Massachusetts. I can't ever say Massachusetts. that. Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> we've been to New Jersey. New Jersey. Not, we went, um, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, New Jersey, Maryland, but not Rhode Island or Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> I love it. But we are dying to. We've got um. We've had some people reach out from Massachusetts and say that they'd like love to see us play up there sometime soon. So we got to get something in the books. Oh, yeah, sure. we're heading your way for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We might be able to help with that too. <gasps> oh! Yeah. Are you planning on coming to Nashville anytime soon? Um. So I wanted to come this year. If we do, it'll probably be the end of the year, um, and it might be a quick thing. There's been nice. some things that have kind of come up that I wasn't expecting. Uh-oh. Um, no, it's all good. It's all okay. Good. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, you know, we I want to do a writer's round down there really bad. Oh, yeah. Um, Those are so much fun. You know, do, you know, go down there for a couple of days, even if it's like three, you know, do a writer's round, come home. Um you know, we, we have a ton of connections, you know, so it's like, why not? Yeah, absolutely. Man, yeah. that's going to be fun. Now, so I got I to gotta ask, being a sister duo, right? Yes. How right. much how much do you drive each other fucking nuts? <laughs> you know I'm going to let Tinka answer that one because I think, like, I, I think I drive her nuts sometimes. You're like no, every day. you really don't. Like... You would think uh, being siblings and, you know, having a, like your literal sister be your co-worker, like your co-owner in this business, like would right. be kind of strenuous because you could tell them whatever you wanted to tell them and you could give them attitude if you wanted to and they're not going anywhere. You know what I mean? But like, I really think that it's worked only in our favor because, I mean, that's the great thing about it is we can talk to each other like how we want we there's no shadiness because we're yeah. authentic with each other because we have to be because we're you know siblings and we know what each other want we know what we want and we put our forces together in order to make things happen and it it just works really well and it and it's I don't think we've ever like gotten into something that we just couldn't make happen like we, we've never gotten into an argument and then 
Nada, what do you, you know what I mean? Like, we yeah. never, I'm, I know what you mean. Like, when we were younger, like, little girls, especially, just know the, like, because your sisters, you know the buttons to press that yeah, could, sure. like, really press. And, like, when you're younger, you just do that stuff. But, like, through the years, we like to look back on just being a team our whole life. Like, our parents taught us to, like, you know, it's, it's us against them and it's us against the world. And so right. it's, like, kind of growing up in that mentality, like, right. especially since Tinka and I started working together. Instead of three, it's, like, two. So we literally bounce off of each other. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like we're twins, like immediately when I feel something, she feels it too. It's I so think crazy. It, she yeah. thinks it. It's and, weird. And going back on the whole, it's us against the parents, us against the world thing. Like, I think it was cra- a, an amazing parenting strategy that our parents did was if we tattletold on one another, they we got didn't trouble. care. We, they literally were like, okay, figure it out. And they turned their backs and we had to figure it out for yeah. ourselves. Like for, they would give us like tips and things. Obviously they like tell us like, what's the right thing to do and how to handle a situation. But we would ultimately have to go to each other and get it figured out because if we couldn't, you know, oh, then it just wasn't going to work. So it, it ended up actually being a great strategy that we've, you know, used for the better for the rest of our lives. And it's, it's been awesome. Yeah. That's and awesome. like, you know, moving forward too, like Tinka said, it's just crazy because we don't like, we never ever would even, first of all, want to like ever press any, like either one of our buttons. Yeah. They're so just like moving forward. I feel like the only time like we would get on each other's nerves is when we subconsciously know that they're being right. Cause we both look out for each other. So if I ever get on Tinka's nerves, it's probably because I'm like, bringing up something to, to better help her or vice versa. Cause you know, we are girls and we get in our right. moments and we actually have each other to bring our, like each other out of those moments. And then that's when we're like, you know what? You're right. And yeah, it's just so true. Forward. We balance each other out <laughs> so well. It's ridiculous. Like I'll be fire mad about something one day and I'll tell Nata about it. And she's just like, she's chill like she and then and it could be the total opposite one day and then I automatically like it's like my body knows like I have to be chill in a situation where Nada's like not feeling so Losing great about something. my cool we yeah. literally like and it doesn't matter if I was mad previously as soon as Nada's mad about something I have to be chill and it just happens automatically it's like crazy how siblings can do that it's but yeah. it's awesome yeah mm-hmm. we're partners yeah that is awesome <laughs> Now, let me ask you about the the musical dynamic, you know. So, I played drums in high school. Yeah. Um, uh, I was never very good at it, but I did it. Um, <laughs> so, how do you guys, you know, how do you two manage that? Because, you know, anybody that knows anything about the drum set, you know, you're kind of, you're, you're stuck back there. You know, is, mm-hmm. there, is there any kind of rub where, you know, like, you know, Tinka, you being behind the kit and... You know, not you're in, you're in, you're the face to a to a to a kind of an extent when you know because you're right there in front of everybody. Like, how does that work for you guys? You yeah, know actually, what? Yeah. yeah, you go. <laughs> no, 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 you go because I, I mean I feel like we're gonna say the same thing. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's obvious, right? <laughs> we've we've been we've never thought about it because we it's you know that it's always been the norm is like drummer stays in the back and we've never really thought about it being like that. I've never had like an issue with it uh, except some people have recently been saying like we want to see you like both up front like how cool would that be and we're like okay that's actually not a bad idea so we've been thinking about ways that we could maybe push the drum set up uh 
you know, a little closer to the stage so that we're both side by side. And mm-hmm. we're, we're, we've been thinking about that. We're I'm glad you brought that up. Recreate the whole visual. Uh, yeah. For now, you know, we have to invest in a design that's like portable drum riser. You know, it's not normally a, a something that's on hand all the time. Yeah. Right. So we're going to um, invest in like a, get this little portable drum riser to have Tinka up in the front and like normally our other band guys in the back. But going back to your previous question, like about, has that really been an issue? No, because Tinka and I, it's so funny. It's like, you know, I don't like the little yin and yang. Like we both have our different personalities and looks and um, attitudes and they really like, they're so different that they shine individually. So it's like, I could be up in the front all I want, but Tinka's fire, like her hair's all over the place. You can't miss Tinka. Like she's a, she's a show no matter where she is. On the stage. And so, and then of course, you know, growing up, we always design the stage to where I'm never, unless there's, it's just something we can never help. But like, I'm never normally immediately in front of her. I like to kind of design it in a way to where you always are visually looking at Tinka too. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, she's got her energy and her spunk and fire and her hair is always all over the place. Thanks. And, and sometimes, um, yeah, sometimes I'll come up front, you know, we'll do some songs where I just come up front. We both like do a duet together and rock it out. And our bass player is normally fluent. So he'll go from playing bass to playing drums and somebody else will jump up on the bass. It's, it's kind of cool. We all just kind of move around on stage and do different things throughout the shows that you see when we yeah. play live. So it's, it's pretty neat. It is That's cool. awesome. That's really great. I love I love the connection you guys have. You know, Thank I don't, you. <laughs> I don't have siblings in it, but it's really nice to you know. But I know a lot of them. Um, you know, and they don't always get along. So it's right. nice to see we you just, know you guys, yeah. business owners. You know, realistically, business owners and you know genuinely care about each other. Thank oh, you. Of yeah, we just thought you know like why be mad at your sibling when you're gonna see them forever you know like there's no point in it just share love and nothing else like especially yeah. if your sibling doesn't have your worst intentions in their mind like the anything your sibling done is, does is not going to destroy you or hurt you or make you feel bad and that should not ever be the way that it is and, or backstab you you know yeah, like most literally. business partners like you know so, we're like the best partners there could be because we both want equally the best for each other and, exactly and we like we said earlier we work together so well so just moving forward on like literally the hardest of things can come to us and it's like we know how to handle it like we're not afraid of what's going to be coming our way because we know it's going to be hard and that's just what life is but you know we, we can do it together yep and nobody's backing out at this point so <laughs> ain't no more backing out gonna happen we've yeah. had we've had all of our testers for sure right <laughs> that's awesome that's, yeah. that's so good that's so so great. You guys, <laughs> you guys are really a breath of fresh air. Thank like, you. My you are. You're God, my God, it's so good. You know, there's I can't tell you. I've I've done you know well over you know I'm probably at like 130 40 interviews at this point. That's amazing. And you know I can I can probably count on one hand how many times I've had this much fun in oh! this. this Thank this, you. this big of a smile on my face with the whole thing because it's just been so energetic. It's you are awesome. so awesome. Thank you thank so much. You. Oh, no, thank You're you. fun. We You're... need to see each other in person sometime soon. We'd love yeah. to like take you out for coffee or dinner or something when you're yeah. in Nashville or vice versa. Oh, we're going to sure. Absolutely. You guys ever get up here? Whatever happens first, we're we're gonna make it happen. Yeah, please. It happen. 
you know, it, it's you know, it, it's going back to the management thing, right? Because I find it, I find it fucking funny as hell. Because <laughs> you know, I I consider myself, you know, a fan first of of the music. Yeah. And um, you know, obviously, you know, management gets gets weird, and it's like, oh, you're a journalist. It does. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. It's like, yeah, I'm like, little do you know. It um, kills the vibe. I'm telling it you, does. Yeah. it really does. But like, you know. Everybody that's been on this show, like, I consider a friend. Of course. You know, so, like, I can't tell you how many people I've had on this show that I have, you know, I have I have to have everybody's number because that's the only way I know how to freaking do this damn thing. Right. <laughs> and, you know, like, I can't tell you how many friendships I've made where it's like, just, you know, hey, how's this? How's that? How, you know, and, like, you get to learn even more about the person. That's awesome. As time goes on. And, like, there's a lot of times where, like, you know, I've had I've had PR companies or management companies be like, well, we can't give out their phone number. And I'm like, oh, so weird. fuck. Well, then sake. I guess you can't do this show then. Babe. Right. And like, that's kind of what I said. Like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, this is, I'm like, I can email them the link, but they have to be on their oh, email. Gosh. Yeah. You know, that's and it's crazy. like, give me a yeah. break. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Um, I hope our management team is a dream. And we, we've had them for a few years now. But before we had them, when we were still living in Mississippi, it was really just like Nada and me doing absolutely everything there was to do Uh in the industry we were reaching out to folks we were buying the equipment we were buying the trucks and things to get us to where we needed to be the plane tickets you know blah 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 we were like figuring things out and so it's been nice to have a team absolutely um but yeah it's it's been a wild ride (laughs) but at the same time like you're so personal as well so thank goodness obviously you and i've been like emailing back and forth and now we all three have each other's numbers so that's true especially anything moving moving forward you just send us like a little text or an email we're always gonna be able to you know be right back at you i love it i love it you know because you know obviously there's some people i've had in this show that i don't have their numbers right and they're i get it you know it's I, I don't expect to have Blanco Brown's personal cell phone number. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but, like, this, you know, some of the, like, independents that, like, are practically nobodies, and it's like, what the, like, what the fuck? I feel you. <laughs> you know, like, I feel you. Yeah. You know? But then I get, like, and then I get some numbers, and, like, I know some things, like, happen, and, like, people, like, blow up or whatever. And, you know, like, just send, like, a, hey, congratulations, I saw this text, and, like, nothing. Like, radio. Oh yeah, Man, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. like 0.2 seconds to text somebody back. Right, like... <laughs> right. Like, I, I, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus or right, right. Shit, But like, I had a guest on here that she recently made her Opry debut. Oh, and I that's was cool. super, super psyched for her. So I was like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, congratulations. You know, break a leg tonight, kill yeah. it. You know, wish wish we could be there, kind of thing. You know, whatever. Right. Nothing. What? Nothing. Uh, I hate that. Like, look, that's like one of the most things you always like. Our parents did teach us this too, and it's just it just makes sense as you get older. Like, yeah. the people who were there for you and supported you when no one else would, you don't forget those people. Right. Yeah, it's the people in the beginning that matter that more matter than the, the people that you have like when you've reached a certain level of wherever you want to be like it's the people in the beginning that really 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 matter the right. most and so, you know 100%. So i'll give you another example right i did an inter- i did a live interview i needed the artist's number um she was she was here we did the art the interview in person like 
super cute, super personable, like yeah. had, had been on Idol. You know, she was the reason why I had my first tequila shot ever. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and, um, you know, texted back and forth all night while, you know, trying to find each other and just shoot the shit and thank each other and all that. Um, and then the next day I said, hey, you know, thanks again so much for last night. It was great. Have a safe trip to, I think they were going to Jersey or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, nothing. <gasps> Radio silence. And then I and then I texted her the day before her, her episode was to air. I was like, hey, you know, your episode's coming out tomorrow. If you could just share it, you know, that'd be awesome. Nothing. Radio. Oh my silence. gosh. What blows like, my mind? I'm like, Whoa. come on. Come on. Crazy, man. It just, oh. You know, I, I get it. It probably sound, makes me sound ungrateful or selfish and, and all that, but it's no. not. It's just like a simple, like, you know. Nope, you're doing all this work to uh, promote, which of course we are so super, super appreciative of you having us on the show and like, because we understand like this, this is some hard work and, you know, putting out a podcast like that and, and having to promote it and get listeners to listen to it. Like, it's a big deal, especially when you go out of your way to support and promote other people's work. Like, right. that's super kind of you and that should definitely always be acknowledged. So we... Right cannot thank you enough for having us on the show oh, of course. this is just incredible of course you know and it's it's just one of those things where it's like you know yeah i'm a fan right and and like i say it first and foremost i'm a fan but i'm also a human you got you know my guests on here are also humans like it's just like you know just be cool just be cool, just be See, cool. that's what you gotta do <laughs> um so with all that being said, like, I, I don't, I, you know, we could go on and on and on and on and on. Um, but I don't want to, you know, kill you uh, with all with all of my shenanigans. So what's some, give me a few things to, to end this with so that we know how to get in touch with you, how people know how to reach you, follow you, listen to your stuff. Absolutely. That will be no problem at all. I think oh, we lost noticed, Tinka. Yeah, I was about to say, I just noticed that I bet Tinka's phone died. You know, drummers. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, she's texting me now. So she's like, I'm so sorry. Some, I guess she like lost connection or something, but I'm extending the love and gratitude from her. And now you have her number too. So we'll, you know, catch up after this for sure. But yeah, uh, yeah everyone, please be sure to follow us on. Our website is AmericanBlondeMusic.com, and you can find us anywhere you can find American Blonde Music or American Blonde. Uh, we are in the process right now of, re- of recording new music coming out here very soon, and we have a whole album out that is our very first album as American Blonde titled Something in the Water. We released that last year, and there are a lot of fun tracks on there that we love and had a great time uh, recording. And um, we actually have some really fun things coming up this year and some really fun, super big news that we're not allowed to share yet, but we should be sharing it very soon. So stay tuned. What, when it, so when are you sharing that? As soon as we get complete confirmation on everything. And once we do, it's going to be like in the next uh, two to three months, but it's, it's pretty big. Oh, oh, God, I can't wait. I know, I'm so excited. The, the anticipation's <laughs> killing me. I know, it's killing me too, man. Oh, man. Well... Well, Nada, thank you so much. And I, you know, I had sent Tinka another request to come in, but she's probably just like, fuck it. So, uh, no, no. She's, uh, I, I bet her phone is just completely acting up. In fact, I'm really surprised it's lasted this whole time. She really does need to get a new phone. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thank you Lord. so much for being here. Um, you know, thanks to Tinka, too. It's, it's, it's been a hell of a 
hour talking to you guys. I love it. So I've loved it so much. Oh my goodness. We're already looking forward to the next time that we get to see you in person. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And we'll do like a, like an in-person interview the next time. Yeah. Shots, you know, we'll take some awesome. shots. Perfect. <laughs> well, have a great night. Thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. Jim, we cannot thank you enough. Thanks so much. And we'll see you hopefully here in the very soon future. Hopefully. <laughs> Thanks, man. You're welcome. See ya. Well, there you have it, everyone. Our conversation with Tinka and Natalia Morris of American Blonde. Ladies, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was absolutely fantastic to hear from you. I had, like I said at the top of the show, an absolute blast um, with you young ladies. It is, I feel like I've known you forever. Um, and for that third Morris sister, you know, anytime you want to come back to American Blonde, we are here for it. Um, really, guys, that's it. That's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, thank you to all of our friends and our sponsors, you know, that have helped us along the way. We've, we're working on some, some things for you coming up. Um, oh, God, what do we got? What do we got? Um, nothing really crazy right now um, that I want to talk about. You know, we have some shows lined up, but, you know, nothing's really set in stone yet we will be releasing our april um our april schedule here towards the end of the week and yeah so take a look for that and as always guys thank you so much for tuning in um until next time guys just remember the boots and whiskey podcast real people real conversations real country until next time guys cheers good night